everybody, welcome to episode 23 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a show we've got lined up for you today. Last week we had nine people in the basement, we thought that was some sort of record that would never be bettered, but lo and behold, a mere two weeks later, we've crammed ten souls into this basement, so everyone yeah. say hello! Hello! Isn't that good? We've got enough to start our own five-a-side football team, twice! Wow, we can have a whole tournament. And with me as ever is my loyal, devoted, sweetheart of a co-presenter, Miss Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Parton. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic, thank you. Yeah. It's quite exciting to have all these people here, very, isn't it? Very, very exciting. And we've got a very, 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 very special guest host who we will introduce in mere moments. But before that, we want to introduce our very special guests in the room. They are the Wide Eyes! Hello! Hello. Yes, four of the five Wide Eyes have made it here today. One of them is absent without leave, but we, uh, we've got a tiny little picture of him, which we've got on our board. So he's looking down on us like a beautiful bearded Jesus and I think that's something we can all benefit from isn't it? Right, what I'm going to do first is recap because Boys in the Basement has hit 23 shows now, that means that before this show happened, 22 happened, that's a good thing but some of you, this might be your first show so I think it pertinent and darn right decent to do a bit of a recap so basically we've had 22 shows of us larking about, noofting around sort of slovenly but lately this thing has really taken off as we are making our mark as the premier podcast in Petersfield for music, unsigned talent for festivals, for magazines, for everything, and essentially as a vehicle for my ego. Now, three presenters started this show. One was me, Liam Parton, the charismatic power host that you see right here. The other one was Mr. Swan, a dashing Welsh lionheart that all the ladies would love to get their little claws into. And then there was the bumbling flump, Mr. North, our sort of long-suffering producer who actually hated it so much he got sent off to Alcatraz to be reconditioned and come back all new. So we've missed him, but... This is the exciting bit, because he went away for nine months, and I can't emphasise this enough. <laughs> he has made a return after just two months. Mr. North is in the room! Good evening, Liam. Uh, how does it feel, Mr. North, to be back in the basement? Surreal, as if this podcast has reached a whole new level without me. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, we're still all right with having you back. We're still I'm here to back. bring it back down to its own amateur level. Mm, it's Thanks nice to have you back. And already, that's it now. All the enthusiasm I did in that intro has <laughs> been sucked out of me now. Mr. Swan looks forlorn. He's just like, oh, God. But no, it's very nice to have him back because uh, the basement is in his house. So that's always a bit awkward. We've got a new um, mute landlord who looks after the place in his absence. And how's the mute landlord doing looking after your house, Mr. He looks North? after it better than I do. Really? Yeah, well, there's, there's flowers in the window and everything warm, now. It's warm, it's heated. Yep. And he also, he's also done a little bit of DIY around the house. We're all very grateful for that. Yeah, he's fixed the oven so it works properly. Yeah, but you didn't like some of the DIY, did you? Uh, that can't... bolt on the door. Shall we talk about the bolt yeah, on the, the door, on shall the door. we? The bolt on the door is excellent for security, but it's brass and the rest of the fittings on the door are silver. Oh. Shock horror. Yeah, see, the white guys don't like it either. And how long was it How long was it from coming home from yeah. Jersey before you noticed that? Um, 30 seconds. Yeah, and within 40 seconds, he's like, oh, it's a bit hot in here as well. And then he noticed that the tap was running a bit longer than it should be. It's like, that, that's just a regular yeah. water still, feature he's I'm got up here now. I'm still paying the bills, though. Yeah, we well, had a slip and slide in the street on the old uh, Jubilee, mate. <laughs> no, not Jubilee, Jubilee. Royal Wedding. It's been great having the new landlord, so I'm glad you agree, because ideally we'd like it if you never came back, because that new landlord, oh. though he may be mute, he can cook a beautiful dinner and an amazing lemon drizzle cake. And I need to talk about this lemon drizzle cake, because, Mr Swan, oh, I think you should take the lemon drizzle cake story, because I'll get into trouble because of a lemon drizzle cake. The lemon drizzle cake situation, Liam, was, was very entirely your fault. 
No. You t- yes, it did. You turned up here at the house where I was with our mute landlord and his <laughs> girlfriend. Mm. Great uh, conversation. And you you popped round just very quickly, you said, to get something before a gig. A cable. A cable. A One ca- cable. Very important cable. Which he got very quickly. Mm. Uh, and although he said that they were due on stage quite shortly, wasn't he? You mm, do a sound check. Um, he still sat down and basically ate an entire lemon drizzle cake. No, that's not the whole story because the cake wasn't even baked when I arrived. That's true. So I waited for the <laughs> whole for the whole worse. sort of gestation process yeah. of going from effectively Which, a batter-like mix into what was a heavenly cake. Well, we did keep saying to you, we're like, shouldn't you be heading off? And you'd be like, nah, they'll be all right without me. They'll be fine. They don't start for hours. Yeah. And but, you were like, but you did say they can't do anything without you this cable. You are so irresponsible. I'm not irresponsible, I'm why just selfish. So hey, no. if I'm so selfish, why have I got a massive gay following, yeah? The gay <laughs> people gay are sensitive and they can see the tenderness within You've me. You've got one gay follower, Chuck. <laughs> hey, don't you, don't you remember Only my big gay, gay following? has emailed this show. My big gay following, which sounds ironic like a sitcom <laughs> and Mr North will be appearing in very shortly, <laughs> right? Uh, my big gay following, a very passionate, enthusiastic gentleman. And he if is, you, yeah. Ever. He is Chuck Chuck. I did I agree to actually go and have a cuddle with him. No, you air. didn't. But he asked you no, if you'd you ever thought about t- being gay, and you said I'd never say no to anything. Okay, well that's um. consent. That was stand <laughs> up in the court of law. Yeah. So don't attack. But what? Just say because my bandmates may be listening to this. Who were? I think I was close to being sacked from the band for that. I and don't I blame them. It, I found it funny because it's like when someone's trying to tell you off, but the reason you're being told off is because you ate a lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> it reduces the validity of the whole statement yeah, that they're making. So um, just tell them how nice the cake was. It was an amazing cake. It was worth the wait, it wasn't it? One of the best cake maker, the best cake maker I've ever known. The energy that the rest of us would use for speaking, he's just merely channeled <laughs> into stirring batter. <laughs> and such like it is nice out there we love the Mute Landlord Mute Landlord if you're listening we love you Liam, we, a- Liam we met one of your bandmates last week we bumped into him at what this- literally just bumped into him oh we yeah, did actually yeah Simon. doddering around bumping into no, people like a, a blind it was mouse at, it was at a local village country fair uh, and he was yeah. there with his family Okay, and this I'm hoping this story's going no, somewhere because <laughs> yeah. you're just describing a mundane situation. See, I know People listen story. to this to get away from that. No, it's not worth telling. No, this country fair had <laughs> okay. the best stall you could ever do, uh, ever go to. It, like you paid twenty p, and there were three old ladies sat behind. Oh, the sign me up! I'll do it for fifty. <laughs> and it was called the Human Fruit Machine. Yeah. Oh, God. And what they did is they decided they decided themselves whether they were going to produce an apple or an orange from under their penny. But they didn't. And then you gave yeah they didn't communicate it to each other and you gave them 20p and then one of them brought an apple and then the next one brought out whatever random thing there was and and if you got all three fu- fruits matching you won 50p why are you telling this story <laughs> it was like the best the have best they got a website we could visit <laughs> <laughs> can we go and get them on the show I can't believe Did you, you told that story no we no we lost yeah. but it was Fair it enough. was an uh, interesting way to yeah, spend 20 seconds, seconds <laughs> yeah. we're pulling them out speaking of websites www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com I've got it in there well that's done. good for me usually I say it at the end because everyone stopped listening but yeah so you, why did you go to a country fair was that some sort of celebration because you've been embracing remember we went for that walk the other day mm. and you oh, started picking good. garlic off the floor going oh I love garlic and then you revealed that you Wild also garlic. used to sneak yeah. sneak downstairs at night to watch Monarch of the Glen or something like that oh, when yeah. you were a little boy <laughs> oh, I was so rebellious as a boy I used to be sent to bed I get up to watch Monarch of the Glen and then you started plucking garlic from a bush and going oh this is so delightful you can just taste it they were sucking on a leaf do you remember wild that yeah. absolutely yeah. ridiculous everybody wild sucks wild garlic everybody <laughs> sucks wild garlic <laughs> it's official it'll be on t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> everybody <laughs> sucks wild garlic <laughs> 
But it was nice we went for that because we went. That was the day we went for that lovely walk in the countryside. It was lovely. And the magician came. And the magician came. But what's more important? I think the listeners have a right to know this. How mature and grown up was I on that walk? Wasn't I properly good? You were actually not bad. No, I was mm. good. Of all your public appearances, that was. But then I did drop off a cliff face quite suddenly and started hanging out the window of the car, screaming at pensioners. Yeah, didn't that I? was annoying. Up Very until annoying. then, I'd been really yeah. mature, and then it was just like, no, the yeah. cliff face dropped. But it was a nice little walk in the countryside. You got anything you'd like to add to that anecdote about the countryside? Uh, no. No? No. We're talking through any nice bushes, any cow spit or anything no, we saw? No, there was nothing else of interest in the country. How are, you, how are your muscles? No, mine were fine. Yeah? Oh, well, my, oh, I thought you made my muscles from the walk. No, no I <laughs> made the muscles you ate at a little oh, shelf. Oh, yeah, we had Maul and Fritz with a magician in a pub. <laughs> oh, what? God. What's wrong, mate? Yes, uh, nice having no, you it's back. It's, it's nice, nice to be back. In Jersey. Say something really nice about the podcast. You said some glowing things lately. I think the listeners have a right to know how much you've missed us. The podcast has reached, as I said earlier, it's reached a new level of professionalism. You've got my favourite local band in the studio today as well. Hello. I've come back specially for this, mm-hmm. and it's good. Yeah, and that I'm- local band is the Wide Eyes, and they're here not just to sort of sit in the corner hooping and hollering <laughs> like they are. They've also got the whole, like I say, well, almost the whole band, one of them, why couldn't your bass player make it? Um, What's he, more important than this? Man United versus Chelsea. Oh, is that uh, that football? Well, finished two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, he's, he's Australian and he's stuck in London. So oh, oh uh, God. Customs and all. Okay. <laughs> 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 if you are listening, good luck, good luck, and we hope that you find your way home. But the Wide Eyes have popped in four of them, and they're actually going to play some songs live in the basement. We are indeed. Which is properly exciting. This has never happened before. We've very had to, exciting. Yeah, and scary. There's wires everywhere. We've had to readjust the microphones that have been in position for about seven months now. It's a big undertaking. But guys, what's the first song you're going to play for us? First song we're going to play is a little uh, acoustic number called Skimming Like Stones. Skimming Like Stones. Well, boys, take it away. Thank you. You see the undead You walk this life And you can see them From time to time Look for the briefcase The bloodshot eyes Body hanging from a necktie. You think we're crazy, but we're not. You're really informed. And you say you love me, so give up. We're really informed. And you only lay down and look up when we're going through the motions, skimming like stones.
Wow, that was absolutely amazing. That was skimming like stones there and a landmark for the show because it's the first time we've ever had live music in the basement and you guys look genuinely a bit dazed and that was brilliant. I thought it worked really well. It did. Very, very good. Amazing what I've pulled off, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, the Wide Eyes played their part, certainly. <laughs> yeah. But I think, really, the one getting the garland should be... No, that was absolutely fantastic, guys. Um, and we're going to have a chat with the Wide Eyes in a little bit. But first, I need to speak to you guys about something that's been troubling me lately. And Go you on. look... I think you know what's coming, don't you? Is this to do with a woman? I've fallen in love. Oh, here we again. go. <laughs> again. What do you mean, again? Oh, this happened about four months ago. No. no this this is, you wait till you hear this, Mr. North. No, this is good. This is good. Now, we won't use real names because that's disrespectful. It's much more respectful to talk about them on air. Mm. They don't even know. I think... Is that breaching some sort of privacy thing yeah, let's just call her Manchester United or let's Liverpool. call her Man- no she was named after a borough of uh, London actually mm. so make of that what you will <laughs> Lady Battersea <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, you know that gig that I was late for because of lemon drizzle cake infamous I- the infamous some are calling it lemon drizzle cake gate um, when I went to that gig I did meet a lovely long- young lady and it was nice she's very beautiful she looks like Kate Middleton so effectively yeah. I had a night with royalty yeah. it didn't go very well though I think well, you said it went very well. It, well, the night went very well, but it got progressively worse. Because you know what I'm like when I get tired and I'm a bit like, I don't make sense? Yes. Well, that sort of is what happened to me the day after. So you think... Yeah, we saw you that day. Yeah, wasn't I in a state? I was a wreck. The mute landlord was ready to have me put down when I came around and slammed <laughs> lifeless on his sofa. Right, but do you know what I did with this poor woman as a day out after a nice romantic night? Keep it clean. No, no, well, that was... That was no, we had a kiss in the cuddle and I'm a gentleman, we all know that. But, right, you know how... I took her antique shopping. Is that a cool thing to do? If she likes that, then I don't know. I don't know if it was a good move. She just wanted to go to Topshop. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I also took her to a Chinese food market. And I, at one point, went, oh, look at those testicles they're selling. So I got it all wrong. Because essentially, I guess... Taking a girl shopping and showing her your testicles. That is quite romantic. Yeah, but I got the whole thing mixed up and said, there's some goat testicles, let's go buy an old suitcase from an antique shop. Which itself turned into a farce. Yeah, you told us this story. You yeah. almost killed a shop assistant. Yeah, right. Because there was a case right up high in the shop, very precariously stacked. And I said, oh, I want that case. And she said, oh, you can't have it. I was like, oh. She said, oh, well, I'll give it a go. And I was like, oh, if you're sure. Thinking that she... Because there was essentially loads of iron-clad fireplaces just stood up, which was wobbling anyway, just in the merest of breeze. And then these cases stacked about ten high. And she's like, I'll have a go. And I thought she'd move the fireplaces, get a ladder. But no! This middle-aged woman who was wearing a very short skirt that was not made for climbing fireplaces. I don't know if they make any clothes specifically for climbing fireplaces. But she balanced the ladder and then she sort of started bouncing across the fireplaces like it was some odd game of total wipeout with fireplaces and then the best bit was she grabbed onto a chandelier and then put her foot on what was effectively a glorified dado rail and started sort of skimming around the edge of the room like something kind of Mission Impossible she got there and goes oh I think I can get it I at this point the blood was draining from my face because I thought oh god I was playing out all the possibilities in my mind of what could happen none of them were good because this shop is quite dangerously stacked and if I, I got the feeling if you knocked one thing over it would all go it would literally, the whole shop would just go and I'd get hurt. And I don't want to get hurt, you know, because I like not being hurt, right? <laughs> and then I looked over at Lady Battersby, no, Battersea, <laughs> and, um, and she just looked like, oh God, how have I ended up here? How has my life come to this moment? And eventually the woman bailed out and um, I didn't get my case. And that's when I took her to the Chinese food market. Does that mean you're not going to go away anymore? 
go away where? Okay, where anywhere for anywhere. Well, no, the case was just to keep some wires in because we have got a lot of wires now, and I thought it'd be nice to have a box to keep them in. Literally, I heard on last week's <laughs> show that we had a lot of lights now up here in the basement for technology, and I've come here and I used to produce this show, and now I don't recognise <laughs> it. <laughs> did, did you really? <laughs> you, used, <laughs> yeah. you used to Seriously. have a go. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a go. It was poor quality, but now there's lights everywhere. It's but like, I this said is it... proper professional. I don't really. I feel a bit intimidated. I said it was it. like a rack of knobs. Do you reckon that was a good description of it? Uh, literally, it's a rack better. of knobs with. Lights on it. lobsters. But yeah, so I did fall in love with royalty, and you can tell she was posh because she had a roll top bath, and I believe that is a sign of poshness. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah, have you got a roll top bath? My parents do. See, and you're a posh boy. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> I thought, this girl. But I did drop some howlers that day. I said that she smelled like a Weatherspoons, and I said she looked like Shrek. I don't think they were my finest chat up Is line. she still talking to you? Uh, yeah, actually. No, in fact, after us. the show, I meant to be going out to a Baywatch party with her. I'm meant to be the David Hasselhoff to her Pamela Anderson. God. So I don't know how I pulled that off. Because usually I'm quite charming, but sometimes I um, get a bit nervous and tired and say things that no man should ever say. Why did you give me the finger? I don't know, really. <laughs> is it because <laughs> I'm with everyone? Is it because we've got some guests that I need yeah, to speak to? Yeah, I think it might be, yeah. All right, well, yeah. that's me love life done and dusted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and more importantly, now we need to speak to the wide eyes. They have sat there patiently, listened to me essentially talk a lot. They've already said, God, that man can talk some goat's testicles. Um, but guys, thank you very much for coming in. You're welcome. Uh, what's it like to be underground in the basement? To be honest, I'm not really sure how to follow that. Um... <laughs> Goats, testicles, and Pamela Anderson, and just kind of a bit dumbfounded. But it's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that bombshell. Saved at the last there. Because so. you guys have actually been listening to the show, and I know that you actually enjoy it for some reason, and it seems there's a lot of people out there that do. And you got contacted by one of our fans. Can you talk us through that? Yeah. Um, our super fan, she'll love this. Super fan Brandy, I won't go for the surname, because... I, I just leave no, it no one ever Brandy. Um, yeah, she contacted us to say she heard us on your show. She heard our song Square One, which uh, we might play a bit later on. Ooh. And um, might. Mr. <laughs> North. Um, but um, yeah, she contacted us to say she really enjoyed it and she likes your show. And um, so we say hello to Brandy, really. She is Hello, be- Brandy. Mr. North looks a bit jealous. Because why does he talk to Brandy and not him? <laughs> and Mr. North, of course, for people who haven't heard the show before, Mr. North, like the Wide Eyes are his like his favourite band, so he he is probably excited tonight. Yeah, this is like having Coldplay in your basement. It, well, oh, how, how, does, you? how does that? <laughs> sorry, sorry, we're second best now, are we? So, <laughs> Sam, how does it feel there to be, um, you know, in in Mr. North's basement with him, sort of adoring you? We're a bit worried he might start humping your leg or something like that. <laughs> We're trying to keep him under like control. Like an over-keen Jack Russell. Yeah, we swatted him off twice, but it's <laughs> He's resilient. Now, I've been really rude here. I've not actually introduced you by name. I've just called you collectively the Wide Eyes. That's fine. Yeah. But these men on the mic, they are Kev and Hello. Alex. Hello. And essentially, from my point of view, you have been the guys that I've seen doing the Wide Eyes thing for absolutely ages. Yeah. Like, how long have you been going? Um, we've probably started up about seven or eight years ago. And uh, sort of tootling along, and then we uh, picked it up a bit and got other people involved, and now we've kind of got a bit of a, a mass production going on with uh, a few other people. And, and um, could you just talk through the sort of journey from going from the two of you to how you've ended up with five of you, and four of them are here? There's also Dan in the corner, the drummer. Hello. And Becca, the keyboardist. Hello. That's them. <laughs> so, how did you go from being the two of you? How has your sound evolved, and when did you find these lovely folk who form the Wide Eyes that we know and love today? Basically, we've always, well, we started off as a duo, so it was quite acoustic sounding. And then we uh, we knew that the songs had more legs to kind of pick it up and uh, and get a bit, bit darker, a bit more atmospheric, a bit more intense. 
So we um, we set out to find a bassist, which we did, and then we had a standing drummer along the way, and uh, these people came and came and went, and then um, it's it's kind of taken seven to eight years of experience, and uh, I don't know what the word is, but we, we've just we've just gone along the journey, and and now we've got the kind of bassist, the drummer, and the pianist that we want, and we're the thing is when you can off. hear what you want something to sound like, it's um it's it's really difficult to get there. When you when you can see the final product, it's almost you know you know what direction you're going in, but you need the exact components to build it. So actually, it takes a lot longer. And I, I think now with the personnel we've got, we're we, ready. Yeah. I think we might be ready. That's now. a vote of confidence, guys. Marry <laughs> <laughs> on the sofa there, like oh. Um, but no, your music. Obviously, you've just played an acoustic track, and we all like genuinely were just dumbfounded by that. The whole room was in like a beautiful stunned silence. To people who like haven't obviously seen you live, how would you describe your sound to the to the casual listener? Uh, well, today we're playing very acoustic because obviously we're in a basement um, where you can't swing a cat. But usually we're a five-piece, big old production where we play a lot of sort of acoustic tracks like we are today. But then we have uh, sort of take it up a few notches with piano and and uh, drums and bass and really kick in and and it gets all kind of atmospheric and a bit eerie and a bit in your face. It's kind of the same, really. If you if you if you take that kind of what we've done there, and then you just make it a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit darker, but really it's it's the essence of that, but just extended to fill a big room. Awesome. Does that make any sense? It makes sense to me. Yeah, that's right. But then we've all seen you live, and Mr. North was saw you. Where was it? You saw the Mr. North? Uh, Well, we spoke about it on the podcast, didn't we? It was basically by firelight. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. in a big. Tent what was the inspiration for that gig to play by firelight? Well, we've got a lot of songs. I mean, in the kind of Iron Age time, there was a lot more sort of pagan rituals going on and that sort of thing. And a lot of our songs kind of come from that direction. We're not necessarily pioneering it, but they just tend to come from the same theme. So we thought to play in a roundhouse, and you know, and it's an amazing building anyway. Take away any kind of you know, um, religion or anything like that. It's just great to be in there. But the kind of our songs, they add up to, to that surroundings, if that makes any sense. And by all accounts... Everything I'll a... say will be followed by if that makes any sense. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and by all accounts, it was a great success. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah we was. had a great time, didn't we? Um, yeah, it was just a big roundhouse and we had this pillars going all around the house. So we had our own little section each. So we got to be divas for the day. And then you had a big fire in the middle, really. And uh, hence by firelight, and it, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. How does the songwriting work? Who's the one who writes like the lyrics and stuff like that? Who's the main driver behind that? Kev. Yeah. Because when I listen to your songs, Kev, I wonder to myself, am I a bit mad? No, I wonder if you just <laughs> sort of, if you just walk around in your life and just think in metaphors all the time. Um. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I I I actually sort of think in in visions. So. Like a musical I synesthesia. Really, I really can't explain it. I I think you know. Because people are inspired by music, aren't they? And yeah. people are inspired by, by art and this sort of thing. Whereas I'm kind of inspired by, I don't know, going through... Oh, this is going to sound so corny, but but kind of going out and, and just seeing stuff and, and taking it in and, I don't know, in that kind of... Picking garlic. Picking garlic yeah. way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say to you, actually, is it hedge garlic or wild garlic? You're yeah, picking? wild garlic. Wild garlic, <laughs> OK. You want to try some hedge garlic? It's a, it's a good, good... I one. need that to be pointed yeah, out yeah, to me. So there's, a lot, there's a lot more abundant. So oh, basically, okay. Kev writes a song. The wild eyes, talented musicians, great with the garlic. <laughs> the garlic segment That's a regular feature of the show now. <laughs> so Kev will write a song, and then um, he'll kind of play a snippet, and then 
he'll kind of go by our input, whether he gets kind of a nod or a kind of, mm. and then we go <laughs> on that, really. And, and mostly it's a nod. And then we go from there and, um, and ourselves, we kind of hear them and then interpret them ourselves. So when people kind of say, what do they mean? They obviously mean a lot to Kev, but then we hear them, we hear them ourselves and we get, because we know Kev, we get an idea, but then we take on what we think and then everyone else individually takes on what they think from each song. So that's how the development starts, really. Okay, and how did you two meet each other? What was the link there? We went to school together. Oh, really? Mm. So you've known each other a long old time then? Yeah, I was the new boy at school and Kev was the only one that spoke to me. In metaphors? Yeah, he did. In yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a clue, but I just took it because no one else spoke to me. I was actually me. insulting That's, him, he didn't know. No, it's similar to what clue. we've done with Mr North. Yeah. We just found him muttering things about garlic and we thought, he'll come in handy one day. That's why we bonded Yeah, Mr North. Now, obviously, so Kev, you bring a song to the guys yeah, and you say, this is my song, yeah. what do you think? Basically, and you have quite a clear vision in your mind. It's, it's very difficult when you've got a new song. I'm sure any kind of, I wouldn't like to say we're musicians, we're, we're kind of more song makers, but any other song maker, song crafter would, would go to a group. And it's, I think that is the most nervous time when you've got this new song. It's kind of like a, a, a baby and you, you don't know if it's going to be any good or not. Do people it. think that about babies? <laughs> I'm having a baby, but it might not be any good. The rest of the family might not like it. I, I think they do. Oh, okay. You moulded it to be. That's my. That was my life story. Is this baby gonna be any good or not? Yeah, I've really lost track of thought. Now, yeah, so you take it, take it to the rest of the of the band, and and it actually, you're putting your life on the line. It feels like you are anyway. You're really just playing a song, but um, your heart on a sleeve. I three people are watching you. Three or four people are watching you, and you, you could you feel worse than if you're playing in front of a, a four hundred audience because they can very easily just go, yeah, really nice. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you doing next? You know, and and but when you do see it afterwards, you get their their eyes light up, and this is going to be great. It's it's an amazing feeling. I, I don't know. It's probably like when everyone's looking at you with their eyes wide open as you're. Doing your thing right actually, there. No, it's alright. I've just <laughs> had a thought. Actually, <laughs> the wide eyes. I've just yeah. had a thought. A question I wanted to ask you. Um, how did you get the name Wide Eyes? Basically, we were throwing ideas around about names for a for, for a band, and basically, it, <laughs> we were trying to think of a name that was kind of representing what we were doing and what the songs kind of put out there and what they represent. And the Wide Eyes, it's kind of along that line of, of like I was saying before, everything's very visual. When I when I write a, a line. Is actually a vision, and then so it's not really metaphors. They they come out as metaphors, but actually I'm seeing something, and then I'll write the line. So the wide eyes is kind of like this: the, the eyes, the visual. So, oh, okay, that's know. quite poetic and beautiful. Mm. Well, see, he does think in metaphors and visions all the does, time. Yeah. He's like a magic clue man. What he's gone on about? But um, <laughs> it's it's never kind of written down or anything like that. It's it's always kind of a guitar, a voice, sung, and then we go from there. You must have, um, if you've been together like seven or eight years, you must have quite a good back catalogue of songs. Have you guys got an album or anything that you're working on or anything coming out soon? Because I know that Mr North would love to have a copy of your songs. Funny you should ask. What about the rest of you, though? <laughs> uh, <laughs> essentially, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just copy his. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we I'm, drew yeah. straws. Yeah. I'm the trendsetter in the basement. Oh, here we oh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Many are true words. We will all yes. buy a copy. In fact, actually, I remember ages ago you did a gig, and everyone at that gig was going to have their name on the copy of. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. An upcoming. Yeah. That yeah. was about three years ago. Is no, that no, still the case? No, it wasn't. It was last. Four years year. ago. It was last year. <laughs> it was. 
Last January, not the one just gone, the one before. <laughs> <laughs> Two years but, ago. But, no, yearn a bit. We, um, yeah, we, we put on our own gig in Midhurst um, and got somehow over 300 people there and basically raised money towards the album. And last August, we went up to Manchester and uh, for two weeks and recorded uh, half of an album. We did, got all the instruments and laid all that down. And we're actually going into studios in Brighton at the end of this month to start on recording the vocals and uh, finalising the album and a few songs and go from there. So from here on in, it's it's kind of like the final furlong, really. So we'll see where we go. Um, um, you say you went out to Manchester. Where did you go yeah. in Manchester and what inspired you to go all the way there? Uh, basically, we played uh, a gig with a band called I Am Clute. Um, they were up for a Mercury Award last year, so it's it kind of wicked to mix with that, that kind of band kind of thing. And um, their manager and Johnny Bramwell the uh, singer-songwriter from I Am Clute, asked us to go up to the studios up in Manchester to record. They said it'd be a good idea. So me and Kev wandered up to have a look. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was good. So it's we kind of like a big toy shop mm. of instruments. It was amazing just to mm. be there and play yeah. on everything. It was this big old mill in the middle of Stockport, really, just outside Manchester. And um, it's a bit scary, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. But, uh, yeah, so we went up there to record for two weeks, just on the back of I Am Clute, really, and, and their manager. So a really so, great opportunity then. Uh, massive, absolutely massive, yeah. People like the Doves and uh, Elbow have all recorded there. And going into a, like, quite, it sounds like quite a professional sort of studio setup. did looking at your songs in that sort of way, like, reveal things about the song and improve the songs themselves? Yeah. Did I you think, sort of find out things about them? I'll tell you what I would say. When we came back, I don't know that we actually noticed that happening while we were there. And we came back and we played a gig and, and we were a different band then, really. I mean, it just it just gelled us all together. All the parts were, you know, crystal clear and everything was in its place. Mm. So it was kind of a, a building exercise, wasn't it, as well? It as was, recording. yeah. We played, we played a couple of gigs about a month later and something happened. We It just kind of, I don't know, it, it took us to the next step. And as a band playing music live, we, um, I don't know, something clicked and, uh, and we pushed on from there, really. So, so um... Uh, you know, I know I joked it's been about two years ago since you did this gig, or a year and a half, or, or whatever, but when do you reckon the album will be out and available? Uh, if, I was gonna push you, if I was going to push you into a dark corner and tickle you until you gave me an answer. It's a million dollar question. Do um, you even know? No. Because um, I'm worried, if all these names are on the album cover, it would essentially everyone would have died, and it would just be like one of those war memorials. It would just be a list of fallen comrades. Because <laughs> I'm going to be on that, so I don't want to be a fallen comrade. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Apology accepted. Um, hope, yeah. I, I mean, in yeah. an ideal scenario, we'll still be alive to record it. Ideally. Mm. I believe it's mm. awkward recording with corpses. So really, we probably yeah. expect we'll go before you. So, okay. um, But then bands do go better after they've died, so maybe <laughs> maybe it'll be a better album. Okay, so no definite sort of release date then? This no. year? Fingers crossed, yeah. Awesome. We'll be looking forward to that. Do you have a title for the album? The, the name of the album will be Flying Kites in Thunderstorms. And our American superfan Brandy has already said that we have to send her a copy. Maybe well, you could, maybe we could get her a signed copy. I think she'd like oh, that. Oh, she'd love that. She'd love that. She would. She'd be all over that. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, guys, thank you very much for coming in to talk thank about your you music. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Um, us. Mr. Swan, Mr. North, have you guys got any questions? Mr. North, I can't believe you've been so quiet all no, this No, I want some more music. Oh, yes, because they're prime of their guitars ready to play. Um, just before you play your next song, do you want, have you got a website or anything you want to plug so people can find out about you, follow we you? We do indeed, obviously, yeah. Um, we've got our website is thewideyes.co.uk. Uh, if you go on Facebook and put in The Wide Eyes, you'll find us. And uh, what else have we got? We've got Twitter um, and anything else where you can sell your soul.
Okay. <laughs> so, as Mr. North alluded to, they're going to play a couple more songs for us now. And this is unheard of. We've never had back-to-back songs before, so it's going to be quite a long time for me to not talk. This is a uh, uncharted territory. Which two songs are you going to launch into our brains now? Uh, now we're going to play a couple. Firstly, we're going to play Slip Roads. That's all right with you. And then we're going to go into um, something from Mr. North, which is a song called Brand New Hope. Something in my eyes So come help me out And I'll see that you're alright Run Run forest, run, run faster And follow that man that man is a stranger You don't know what's round the corner So don't get in that car Cause that car's gonna kill you Don't talk to yourself Cause there's no knowing what you'll find out But when you're grey Will you look back and say With so many slip roads Did I go the right way? Sit at the table but Don't say a word No, I'm not sure they're able It's lodged Like something in your throat And you can't cough it up I guess we're all in the same boat But no one's saying we'll all float So don't get in that car Cause that car's gonna kill you Don't play with yourself Cause you know it'll make you go blind And when you're grey Will you look back and say with so many slip roads Did I go the right way? Be good to yourself Keep a close eye on your health Cause whatever's picking you up Can soon pull you back down But when you're grey Will you look back and say With so many slip roads Did I go the right way? Act just like the rest Keep your cards close to your chest Don't look anyone in the eye Cause they'll soon suss you out But when you're grey Will you look back and say With so many slip roads Did I go the right way You know there's no going back So we'll put our foot down You know there's no going back So we'll put our foot down 
This is a song called Brand New Hope. It's usually a big five-piece production of a song, but we're going to do an acoustic, clean version for you. So this is Brand New Hope. A brand new hope is just a stone's throw With cute little fingers and cute little toes But will she learn to be stunned? Or act like the others And watch the machine turn From the day you crawl Right through school You start to conform But you're playing the fool And one day soon under a new moon You start your adventures And whistle a new tune Won't you tone down all your sleeves And it's a cold, cold world But you're below freezing And an opportunity walks right up to me And sky's the limit, sky's the limit Skies that don't fall down In a pool of emotion It's a huge big world But it's mostly ocean And one day Something's bound to crack So take it back Take it right back Take it back A brand new hope Is just a stone's throw with cute little fingers and cute little toes Won't you tone down all your sleeves And it's a cold, cold world, but you're below freezing And an opportunity walks right up to me And sky's the limit, sky's the limit Skies that don't fall down in a pool of emotion It's a huge, big world, but it's mostly ocean And one day something's bound to crack So take it back Take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back, take it back, take it back, take it right back. What an absolutely fantastic few minutes of mute. Why are you shaking your head, Mr. North? Oh, uh, out of stunned silence. <laughs> Why? Don't stop. No, because I started talking, you're doing this. I thought, yeah, because I was like, getting into character for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> because you were just about to ask me. I know that you were like, Mr. North, what do you think of that? It's like okay. De Niro. It's like, got well, a the Oscar goes to. <laughs> Stanislavski's over <laughs> <laughs> Now that was a brilliant brand new hope and also Slip Roads which is a song that I kind of wish I'd written actually 
I, that's the sort of thing I listen to. I think I what, wish because I, it's good. Because it's good. Because it's nice. <laughs> I like your right? songs. My, hey, maybe I have written a good song and I just forgot. All right, so don't you dare have a go at me. I'm like an amnesiac sort of Jason Bourne songwriter that's just sort of found floating in a ditch. And actually, I wrote the greatest song ever written. And one day I'll find it and it'll be good. And it'll be almost as good as those songs by the Wide Eyes. And you're going to hang around to do one more song for us, aren't you? We are indeed. Yeah. Excellent. So if you liked what you've heard so far, stick around. We certainly will because it's our show. Right. I think it's pertinent now to do. Should we look at some email? Yeah, because yeah. if yeah. nothing else, it's a chance to play the absolutely brilliant email jingle. Do you remember recording this jingle before you went away, Mr. North? I do. It seems a long time ago, though. Have you listened to it since? Uh, yeah, and I cringe every time. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> We've checked our inbox. How does that make you feel, Mr. North? Is that one of the greats in your canon? No. One of your finest work? <laughs> it was. The greatest song ever written. Unfortunately, it was my finest work. Well, it's the only legacy you've got. <laughs> now, we've had a few emails here, and I mean, no, I know that no words or lyrics could ever follow up what Mr. North just delivered to us there. But we've had a few emails. We've actually had one from Brandy. I think the wide oh, should hear this. Because this is basically aimed towards them a little bit. Oh. She says she uh, made reference to the cow story from the last show. She said it sounds like something very similar to what would happen in Michigan. Remember we had the um, the show mm. jumping cow. Yes, Luna and Luna. Re- Regina, which I'm told is pronounced Regina. Regina. I do apologise to mm. any Germans listening to the show. And uh, she also Apology says, <laughs> from the last show, I've heard that Livy. Hey, what's going on over there? I will not have unauthorised mirth going on. The only Lucian hedonistic rambling's got to come out of my face, not yours. What's going on? Let me on the joke. I don't like it. No, it's between us now, Liam. I don't yeah. like You'll it. Have to Everyone's to the wide eyes have changed everything for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're taking over. Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. So, Brandy says, From the last show, I heard that Livy has shown me up in the package department. I'm often showing up people in the package department. <laughs> Present company included. Um, I will have to endeavour to win back Mr. Swan's affections by sending a better one. Livy, of course, sent us the lovely mugs, didn't she? She did. Very much appreciated. How much do you think of the mugs, Mr. North? You're clutching it like a small child. No, I love it. I've got one ready to take back to Jersey upstairs. Okay. You've, Sorry, got, to, you've got to pre-prepare. Alcatraz upstairs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Alcatraz. Keep the dream alive. Keep the dream alive. She also says, I cannot wait for the next episode, which is this one, what's happening now, because we don't record live. This is an echo, a bubble of the past, but this email was from the past. We do a heck of a lot of time travelling. No wonder I've got bad hair. And she's like, I cannot wait for the next episode when the wide eyes come on. I think they ought to sing a little jingle live. Well, I think you've certainly <laughs> fulfilled that. Uh. They've done four songs. Well, they've done three. They're going to do one more. But by the time you've li- listened to this, they've done the four. So that was good. And also, you know how I'm sort of aspiring to be sort of a... Not not God, but sort of entry-level deity. You already think you are. Well, thank you for saying. That's very kind of you. Um, we've had an email from someone who says I'm Created inspirational. Created by God on the millionth day. We've had a little lad... <laughs> As an afterthought. <laughs> we've had a little lad called Andrew Jarman. No, hang on. We've had a little lad called Andrew Cantillon email the show. And uh, he said this to us. Oh, no. Where's the email gone? Oh, He's, he's emailed us and he said that he found us while I was looking around on uh, iTunes for some comedy podcasts. He found us. And guess what? He quite likes it. He likes it! <laughs> he likes what we do, mate! Oh my he, God. He, um, he said that Mr. Swan does very well dealing with big egos. I don't know who he's talking about there. I wonder. Yeah. And, but he also said, Mr. North, although it started off Roper, your production duties have improved massively. Yeah, even though I haven't got a clue what this technology is. Since you left, it's been left. all uphill. And then he doesn't give me any praise because apparently my ego's big enough already. So yeah, you don't need He's it, not a great judge of character, this lad. But he has said that we have inspired him to want to do his own podcast. Wow, so, that's So can good. we give him any tips? Don't get Mr North involved <laughs> um, Well, go on, Liam, as you're such a deity. Well, I'm just brilliant, so just do it, and it's all right. But you can't have me on your podcast, so it'll be you, all right. You it won't surprisingly be good. need a very small amount of equipment to get started, actually. We've built on it. 
but we did it originally with very little stuff. Okay. A laptop and a few microphones. And that was basically it, wasn't it? No, there we had a much. sound card. We had a, card, we had a mixing a desk. desk. Yeah. We had now three microphones, pop shields, mic stands. Yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't cost an arm and a leg. Not for you. I bought it all. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought the house. Yeah, you <laughs> bought the house. Uh, in all fairness, your contribution was our surroundings. Well done. And what do you think? What If you could offer one bit of advice, Mr. Swan, to an up-and-coming podcaster tier, what would it be? I'd say just keep going. Keep pursuing your dream and put your heart into it. That's all you've got to do. And tolerate a lot. And to- <laughs> only if you work with Liam. <laughs> There's only one Liam Button. Uh... Four more years. Yeah, so that's our advice, Andy. And thank you very much for listening. He's got a YouTube channel, which we've got to go and check out, because apparently there's some stuff on there. Are we going to do that? Definitely. Good. That was honest and that sounded sincere. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Swan. Are you going to do it, Mr. North? Um, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He's just, that's, that was fan mail for you, and look how you respond. These fans take the time to listen to us, email us, and that's how you repay them. I Say love, something nice. I like all fans. Right. I'm trying my sincere best. Anyway, really anyway, well, <laughs> I've been away for three weeks. three shows. Three shows. Yeah. Three three weeks. You've been away for two months. Do you even understand time? Are you dying? I think you're dying. I think you're living in a hospice at the moment. Can you confirm us another rumours on the I'm working very hard on Jersey. <laughs> to what? Die? All you've done is send us pictures of cows and babble on about potato farms. German bunkers. German well. bunkers. Yeah, Oyster eating. It's quite a fair amount of time for eating and sightseeing on Jersey. Well, I, d- I think you've done too... I don't know, you look like you're wasting away. You look like you've lost no, condition. No, I don't. I've put on a lot of weight since being there. That's yeah, because I, I get a food... I think I it's a, just because you're I get slouched. allowance to eat food, like a lot of money to eat restaurant food every day. You're slovenly. You don't sit right. Your posture's changed. Why are you not sat upright and proper? Thank you. I'm sorry, Liam. I've got to keep up like the royal standard of your yeah. basement. Well, that, my basement. Is that official? No. no. Oh, but you said it on air. It is my basement. But yeah, where was, where's we speaking about me being so brilliant? Guess what I've been doing lately? <laughs> being brilliant. But I've been using that brilliance to help organise a music festival. Have I told you guys about this? Not really. No, I haven't heard a word. I am sometimes a bit sloppy with my uh, off-air communication with you. But we are part of organising a festival and more importantly that we're actually going to be hosting the event as well really yeah where what, like as the people who go on the stage and say coming up the wide eyes I believe they're called compares maybe not he's just failed the open audition no no word of a lie it is an event called The Gate and it is a free music festival and it was the original brainchild of conveniently the wide eyes members Kevin and Alex Yes, yes. Who oh, just they, ha- they happen to be here. Who they just so <laughs> happen to be here. And um, basically, they've got me involved for some ridiculous reason. I, how did I even get involved? We have no idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've we, cursed we, the day. We turned up to a meeting, you were just there. I, don't... Uh, <laughs> I just sort of sniffed. I think there's a meeting here. Yeah? And, and now we turn up to your meeting. <laughs> yeah, and now you've come to my basement. I just absorb people. Your basement? Hey, <laughs> it's starting to stick. It's starting Cut to stick. Quickity quick, blankety blank. Uh, and also, we managed to rope in some super duper 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 people to help us a bit we have uh, Eri who is from Yeah Magazine the editor of say hello Eri hello he's become my own personal media department now he does all my media ring <laughs> and he's joined us on the project to cover the event and also the absolutely brilliant Ismar who we mentioned earlier on uh, he is going to be covering it with Unzip Media yeah this room is essentially all the people that are going to be doing the festival so it's quite exciting so it's nice for you to all meet that's why I've arranged this podcast <laughs> all 23 episodes have been building up to this it's an elaborate way of me organising a meeting but um, honestly um, as your brainchild uh, Kevin Alex uh, what, what's the gate all about talk us through it because I'm terrible at communicating well, details to people 
Yeah, um, I'm doing a trail walker, which is uh, it used to be a Gurkha challenge. It's a 63-mile walk over the South Downs. You have to do it in 30 hours. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so to raise money for that, I just thought I'd put a little gig on to start with, just put, you know, maybe a couple of bands on it in a pub. And, and somehow, and it's amazing, it's turned into a, a, an 11-band festival with, with coconut shies and donkeys. And, <laughs> have, I told, have I told you about the donkey? Yeah, I, was, I got an email about a donkey. Yeah, yeah. it's a possibility. It, it, might a donkey. Be, it might be a logistical nightmare Don't. to have a donkey, but we'll work with that. That'll be all right. Why is it free? Well, the reason it's free is because with a ticketed event, I think, and I'm, I might be tragically wrong here, I think we're going to get half the amount of people that would come if it was a free event. And, and I'm trying to build something brilliant. Now we're trying to build something brilliant because we've got this massive, amazing team here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can't take all the credit, but God bless you. And so if you make it free, you've got, everyone, everyone will come. You've got numbers, and if you've got numbers, you've got an atmosphere. If you've got an atmosphere, you've got an event. Hell well, yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted a little cheer there. I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's an event for everyone, because the bands playing get a massive crowd of people watching them. Um, it's all bands who play their own music. That you know, There's limited covers, if any, uh, covers material. So everyone, everyone gets to see live, proper, local, good music. Yeah. And... Um, and, and the audience get to see this for free. They get to see these side attractions like Liam's donkey. And, um, <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know you had it's not donkey. the first time Liam and donkey's been in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be the last. <laughs> Again, I don't know how to follow that. The best um, a man can get. So basically, it's, it's just something for everyone. There's camping and everything. And, and it's just going to be a great day. And on the day, hopefully, people will kind of dig in deep. Because it's in all in aid of Oxfam. So basically we'll, Be careful we'll when you say digging deep. Mr. North will assume it's a World War One reenactment, and he'll start building <laughs> trenches all over your field. We get a lot of garlic. In all seriousness, hang on. In all seriousness, hang on. I grew up about uh, three miles from the Glastonbury site, and that started with two thousand people, and it cost one pound a ticket. You see, and now this year yeah. there's like Coldplay, U2, Beyonce, Paul Simon. Like, how big is Glastonbury? And basically, that could start in Rogate. Well, this is the thing. I mean, this year. You, to build anything, you have to start small, don't you? And, and yeah. you have to make it worth people's while to be there. So that's what we're doing. I think the main the main thing really is um, to to have original acts. I think that's the, that's the the basis. We're, we're going with this angle of, you know, the world is full up with with singing competitions and talent shows. And you know what? Let's just have some real music for a change, and see where we end up. Yeah, and the wide eyes are playing too. Uh, good band, yeah, good band. Woo! Yeah. yeah, to see them for free. Yeah. So, yeah. as well as the music, the event is also going to be covered by um, a. We've already mentioned Unzip Media, and we've got Ismar in the basement, and also uh, Yeah Magazine are going to be doing some features on it. So, guys, I can see you taking the microphone there. <laughs> Join the party. <laughs> well, ob nice obviously, we've had enough of the wide eyes. That's been decided by Deed Pop. Down to the big boys. So, um. <laughs> Ismail, firstly, hello. Nice of you to Hi, be here. Good to be back. Because we did do an interview with you before, but it was a, like an interview that was from the past that we dropped into a show. So you're yeah, live, you're time, really here. Time travel, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's tiring. Um, what is your involvement with the festival going to um, hopefully be? Well, basically, um, we're going to be covering the event um, with photography and filming. So everything that you see... Um, from the day will be online um, we're going to try and set up a few live streams so if you can't make the festival you'll still be able to see the bands um, and basically just kind of um, developing the ethos and capturing the atmosphere that the Wide Eyes have just said um, just kind of getting real music out there because obviously that's something we're really passionate about um, and just making 
a great day public, even more public. <laughs> Amazing. And Eri, what are you hoping to do on the day with your Yeah project? Well, Yeah is all about promoting creative emerging talent. So what I want to be there to cover all this sort of thing, because everyone here is so... Talented? Amaz- <laughs> talented, yeah. Woo! Awesome. yeah. I'll take that. That's Sexy? What, that is what we're all about. <laughs> no! Yes. Yes! Yeah. But that is what we're all about, just completely supporting this sort of thing. It's a good cause, and it's what it's all about. So we'll be there blogging, writing articles about it, and just supporting it with our beautiful selves. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It is going to be an amazing day. And luckily, just we seem to have been quite lucky. There's just so much talent that we seem to have just been able to pull on. In again. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sort of like the gateway through which all the oh, talent yeah. is flowing. Because as I mentioned... Sort of. You are the gate. I, it's the gate. Like, I am the gate of the gateway. You're and the I'm the gateway of the gate. You're the gatekeeper. Have you ever yeah. met someone like arrogant and delusional in one... Hey, I resent <laughs> delusional. I'll take arrogant, but I resent delusional. My, my arrogance is based on fact and genuine brilliance. <laughs> Think of all the good things I've done in my life. Right, l- l- let's be serious. Morning, Hang on, I'm having a rant, right? This podcast we is properly good, isn't it? So I manage this quite isn't fast, it properly so good? I... Isn't this podcast really good? <laughs> yes. Right? yes. And that is all because of me. No. Isn't the no. weather really good? <laughs> no. That's all because of me. It's raining. Aren't I really good? That's all because of me. It is not raining. It is beautiful sunshine. It's Barbados up there. It's Club Tropirogate. And anyway, if, if you ever attack me again, I can change the locks to your house in one second and put on brass bolts everywhere so you can't get back in. Firstly, because you'll be locked out and it'll be like Not a vampire brass. unable to touch it. Anyway, right, ran right over the Gate Music Festival. When is it? 29th of May. Sorry. 29th? 29th of May. Oh, we've had a microphone fall over there. <laughs> the Gate Festival, 29th of May. It's on the 29th of May, which is a bank holiday weekend. It is. Yes. It's superb. And you've got the acts confirmed. Can we give some names yes. of acts? Yep, we can. You've got the Wide Eyes, you've got Jazz Morley, you've got Footsteps and Voices, you've got the Rioters Brothers, you've got Kev trying to find our lineup as we speak, you've got <laughs> the Cardinals, you've what got Nick Shepard, Andy Steadman, you've got Big Top... You've got boldly <laughs> going right nowhere. There. I mean, I could just repeat this. myself. We've got Black this. Swan, the Stampede. We've, we've, we've just the Stampede, we've, incidentally, or our drummer Dan is a little side project Dan's doing over there. So <laughs> we know we, what that's going to be just, like. We've just brilliant. got people playing everywhere. Brilliant. And, we, and like we say, we've got potentially a coconut shy and a donkey. And also, have I told Knocking you we've got there. some dancers coming? Um, yeah, I've, I've, read, I've read that. Yeah, I'm sure we can accommodate dancers. Lovely, they'll they'll definitely dancers. shake their buckets. They'll be yeah, well, they'll be well pro worth troop. It, yeah. Dance with Beyonce, they do. They have done. Yeah. They dance and with Beyonce. And they're JLS. currently rehearsing their <laughs> square one dance. About time we practice that. They can now <laughs> practice to the podcast because we're yeah. about playing. Oh, are time. you implying that we need to do a song? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've spoken <laughs> enough about the festival yet. You can't dictate the direction and pace of this podcast. That's my job. I'm only the producer. <laughs> okay, right. So, honestly, though, just to recap, recap, recap. Uh, the Gate Music Festival, it's a free event. It's going to have loads of original, brilliant music there. For free. It, for free? Mm. We can't emphasise free enough. There is going to be a barbecue, potentially a donkey. There's going to be dancers. It is going to have... What we can guarantee you, people, is it will have atmosphere. And what better way to spend a bank holiday weekend than with some brilliant music, free of charge, in the sun, and food... And And, well, funny you should say that, because as we mentioned earlier... We're going to be sort of comparing the event and not comparing it to other events. I mean, like actually going up on stage and doing some talkering to sort of link it all together. Some talkering. Based on this, based on being on this podcast, how do you feel that decision is going to turn out for you guys? Well, I, I'd like, I, I'm quite 
I'm keen. The word is backtracking. But the Rogate, the Rogate, the Rogate is only a very small place, and I don't know if they're ready for the. Are you saying we're too big no. for Rogate? Yeah, well, yeah. no, it's oh, it'll be interesting. I've been too big for a few things I'm, in my I'm life. Never Rogate. Uh, we've got a sweepstake on whether you survive. I, I, <laughs> whether I survive? <laughs> I, I've got you down for 15 minutes, Liam. Oh, I do. I'll take that. What? A, what a start that would be. Only 30 seconds. How dare you? How dare you? You know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you did there. Yeah. We're a close podcast here, the boys in the basement team. But yeah. genuinely, people, get along to that. It's going to be, you can already tell from the energy in this room, this energy is just going to be replicated a million, trillion, hundred thousand times on a stage in the sun. How can that not be the best thing? And I'll tell you what, you can even bring a tent and camp the night after. Should we camp? Should we have oh, a yeah, we'll camp? Oh, we're definitely camping. Yeah. yeah? yeah. yeah. We're going to be, we're going to have a boys in the basement open tent. You can I'm just not come staying in. in the same tent as you. What? Liam. How dare you? I'm good at tents. You probably wouldn't even know <laughs> I was in there. I'm tent. Why would I have, no, I'd, I actually, I might find a ladies' tent and sort of waft into it. Uh, waft, waft into it? Waft, 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 waft like a toxic smell and sort of coat, coat the tent with a fluvia. I'd be signing breasts with, uh, with uh, ink, which would make a nice change. But oh, yeah. I'll tell you, go to that festival that's and it'll the, be properly oh, good. That's the Is that a, this show has ever got. Don't lie! No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare lie. Don't you sully all the good, down, dirty things I've done in the past. But genuinely go to that. And I'll tell you what, we've all got a bit excited now. Me, mostly, I've, I've got a bit excited about the festival because that's how good Let's it's going to be down. we need to Bring calm it down, down. listen off yeah. you're totally right ready for the song ready for the song because as we promised the Wired Eyes have got one more song they're going to play for us live in the basement we're all very excited Mr North especially because word on the street is they're going to play his favourite Wired Eyes song ever oh Alex. this is fantastic what's your favourite song Mr North uh, Square One Square the first one. song I ever heard of yours uh, in this exact spot and it was fantastic it's the circle <laughs> and it moves us all other Disney films are available <laughs> so yes I believe you're going to treat us to a beautiful version of Square One we are this This is from Mr North and this is called Square One happy now why is everything round about right the whole place is riddled with life and everything shining but the truth be told this isn't your number one world well this time you broke the mold did all the gods mark you for down? In the shadows of your cupboard lies Planet Earth and its primitive tribes You can't watch them, you'd feel too involved All those poor little tortured souls Could anything happen, an act or a sign to stop this unhealthy obsession with time If anything happens, we'll need you on side Oh, you'd love to help, but your hands are tied Well, 
what's the plan now? Is it all gonna turn around? How? Cause we really need you right now. And it's never too late. But there's another way out. I hear your thoughts whirring round. It's in us that you have your doubts So it's back to square one and down In the shadows of your cupboard lies Planet Earth and its primitive tribes You can't watch them, you'd feel too involved Oh, those poor little tortured souls Could anything happen, an act or a sign To stop this unhealthy obsession with time If anything happens, we'll need you on side Oh, you'd love to help, but your hands are tied is riddled with life and everything shining That was absolutely fantastic that was Square One by the Wide Eyes Mr North how was that for you? Uh, like a dream come true like an emotional power punch (laughs) to the stomach It oh, was emotional punch in the stomach. Like it was basically everything that I ever dreamed this podcast could be. So no. we peaked, is what you're saying? Mm, hopefully not. Actually, no, I, I not. have uh, even bigger ambitions now. Really? Okay. Yeah. And if you guys liked how that sounded, um, what we've been doing today is Ismar from Unzip Media has Hi. been here and he has been filming the Wide Eyes play because it is the atmosphere down here is amazing and he's actually going to be putting one of those songs online later. We haven't decided which one. So just keep your eyes out, but genuinely make sure you watch it and it's going to be amazing. Is that fair, Ismar? Yeah, it's going to be really, really good. He's editing away in the corner like right now already. I don't know how he does it. He's so speedy. Okay. He's like me, but with sort of get up and go. Dangerous. <laughs> Fingers of a demon. Anyway, right. It's time for... Mr. North, if you've missed this, I can guarantee it's time for... Do you know what it's time for? The news! This is the news. This is the news. This is the news. This is the news. 
the news. It's the news! Okay, so folks, we have three news stories, and what we do is we tell you all the headlines, and then we pick which one we're going to read. Dan from the Wide Eyes is very excited. I think he likes the news. He's been campaigning strongly for the news. He just wanted a whole hour of news, but we've managed to sort of coax him down to just the three news stories. So guys, you ready for these headlines? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Man irons shirt on closed M1. <laughs> <laughs> Do we like that? Where okay. did you find these? Dog and goose become best friends. Oh. Oh, that's a good and oh, finally, that's a feel good story. man drove dodgems on busy road. Hey, <laughs> how do you do that? What? Well, well, without the electric bit. Well, should we find out? Yeah. I've got the whole story here, the actual story in my little hand. Yeah, so we're going to read the dodgem read one. Read that one. Okay, now Mr. Swan, you asked me earlier on if any of these new stories were from China. Yes. Guess where this man who drove the Dodger is from? China. Oh, that's good. Oh, it is actually from China. <laughs> Why does all the good news stories come from China? Okay, no, that's great. I love the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, that's a restaurant. <laughs> a lot more to China than just food north. Right, here we go. Man drove Dodgems on busy road. Police officers monitoring CCTV in a Chinese city were stunned to see a man trying to drive two bumper cars along a busy road. Officer Li Yulin said he thought he was seeing things when he saw the man with the fairground cars in Saihao, Saicheng province. Why is it always in that <laughs> province? I'm sure it's, it's always the in the same province. place. We're going to go live there. <laughs> I was sweating, he said. I saw the man sat in between the two cars with one feet on the accelerator of each. God, that sounds impressive. He, he radioed for a traffic patrol to stop the man and officers quickly rushed to the scene and ordered him to pull over to the side of the road. The man, Zhu Hang, told them he owned the bumper cars and had rented a space at a nearby amusement park, but business was slack. <laughs> he had decided to take the battery-powered bumper cars to a busy, pedestrianised area downtown in the hope of attracting brisker trade. Zhang told police that he and an assistant had been driving the cars, but the assistant had been called away after receiving an urgent call. This is all very fishy, this is... Yeah. I decided to try to drive them both because I didn't want to leave one blocking the road where it might have been stolen, he added. Officer Xiao Hu told Zhang it was illegal to drive one bumper car, let alone two, as they were not roadworthy vehicles. However, as it was unclear what the correct punishment should be under Chinese law, he let Zhang off with a verbal caution. Well, but he got to keep his dodgems. <laughs> these, I'm imagining these, so. These dodgems are different from the UK ones because they don't have that oh, electrical wire thing. They look quite cool, actually. Hey, so in, the U- in the UK, they have the electrical thing above, they, don't they? they? And these don't. This, this picture doesn't it's have ba- that. It says it's battery-powered, isn't it? It's a battery-powered one, and it looks like... What I like is that he was driving two of them. I love that. He's straddling both. Because what happens if they went off in different directions? Yeah, that would always be Yeah, he's steering them both. Yeah, but if he lost control, he just... What would happen to him? It'd well, be like a Herbie movie. Thank this goodness actually, that didn't happen. This is actually going to make up part of the plot of Fast and the Furious 6. Oh, that's a, <laughs> it's a teaser for the next Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Can we can we get a Dodgem? I think what, it'd down be, here? Yeah, it'd be an amazing promotion if we just drove around in Dodgems all day around Pieces. was it films. one day that he wanted to get in the basement? Very early on. Was it an said, elephant? And it was no, a seal. It was, oh, it was, it was an seal. From the first you wanted story. to get a seal from that episode. Yeah, where is that seal? And a unicyclist. Wasn't there a unicyclist as well? And a full chorus line for a musical. You've wanted what it happened to that yeah, musical? musical? Yeah, Mr. Swan, one man, no luck. <laughs> it's uh, it's still in the pipeline. You keep uh, saying that. Out about the same time as the Wide Eyes album. In fact, the entire musical is going to be set to Wide Eyes songs. Yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And that memorial wall will be forever there to remember us by. But it is coming. Well, that's that sounds ominous. (laughs) It is coming. 
Right. I think it's time for a poem now. That would be nice. Woo! It is. Oh, wow. The crowd are excited already. What's I, the subject, Liam? Does it sum up this show? It sums up... Is it called Chaos? It sums up my night with, chaos with, and beautiful with Lady music. Battersea. Oh, All right. God. Because it would, wouldn't it? It was a Here nice night. Go. She's a lovely woman. And if I, you, if, listeners, if you go back six... Like months. Don't because what if she accidentally listens to you this? Might hear she, a, I don't you want might to hear something no, about Lady because, Eagle. No, oh, that, don't hey, mention that what, name. Yeah, don't Lady Eagle passed now. away and it She's was dead. not nice. But <laughs> right. So this song I've called Maori Pie. Okay? Song or poem? <laughs> Did I say song? Yes. Well, why not put it to music? Why not get your guitars out? So here we go. The pressure's on. A marriage of royals to the drummer the spoils of regality, soft brutality and unplanned hospitality. Fate dealing wiles and its subtle denials as desire is acquired, only abandon required. A night of misglancing, a canvas of dancing, whilst feet moving sweet as the melodies meet. A fall through the door, I stumble and encore. A rhapsody, my legacy as I take up my residency. And there where you sit as I chomp at the bit to befriend and amend to the needs I attend. As fingers find place, as skin closes space, we discover the other as we're heading to cover. My atlas hands dance free, no plans. I seize at my needs, a body to squeeze. The softness of lips in my hands find your hips in the night taking flight as passions ignite. As night bows to day, the light finding its way through morning now dawning, coloured by yawning. I struggle to rise, I gaze through tired eyes into yours, free of flaws, a beautiful cause. Now time advances, only left with B. Francis and Italians, those stallions and other vague revolutions. A spoonful of fluff is not nearly enough to satisfy Mary Pie as I bid you goodbye. that poem did we like that mm. yeah. 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 yeah there's so much enthusiasm in the room yeah. hey I think, it. I think I think that was good though and I will seek more praise when the show finishes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was really good wasn't it it really really was really was that was a good poem though so and that's fact because I said so what what a show it's been today I'm actually a bit sweaty I don't usually sweat during these shows but there is do you want to feel it and bottle it and I'll bottle it I'll and you'll what? bottle it and I'll and take you it back with it. and I'll take it I'll sell he's, it to Jersey he's going to take oh, me yeah. back to Jersey to remember me by us <laughs> he sits in his little apartment humming the national anthem as he salutes the Union Jack because he misses home so much <laughs> me queen me majesty it has been a good show we have had some brilliant things going on so let's start the round of applause we have had the White Eyes come in and you can find out about them at thewideeyes.co.uk we have had me and you can find out about me at me.co.uk we have had Isma from Unzip Media come in unzipmedia.co.uk and we have had Eri from Yeah Magazine yeah-magazine.com we have had the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering working very hard to make our new setup and sound work so a big thank you to him Mr. Swan, one man, no luck. Mike Swan, seventy on Twitter. <laughs> we have had Dan and Becca on the sofa from the Wide Eyes. Yeah. And we have also spoken about the Gate Music Festival, which is thegatefest.co.uk. Yeah. And if you are not there on the 29th, I want a written explanation as to why the bloody hell not. What a brilliant time we've had with you. Thank you very much for listening. We've been the boys. This has been The Basement. Oh, have I forgotten something, Mr. North? Oh, yes, of course. We've had Mr. North all the way back from Jersey. Thank you very much for coming, Mr. North. How has it been to be back here? 
Uh, it's been uh, life changing. Is it like <laughs> is it like climbing in the TV when you like watch a TV program from afar and then you can climb into it? Is that what it feels like? Uh, not really. It's just I'm like trying to put words in your mouth. That was a yes, <laughs> Mister. It's, it's like been a, brilliant to it's have like him back. here. <laughs> Seriously, you can find out more about us on boysinthebasementpodcast.com. You can email me at Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, which is Bit Buck Podcast. It has been fantastic to have you here. Genuinely, thank you for listening. Keep spreading the word. This is growing all the time, and the work we are doing is genuinely, like me, brilliant. And on that brilliant bombshell, we have been the boys. This has been the basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye! Everybody sucks wild garlic.